Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the show. This is the Game by Show podcast. Today is June the 14th, 2017. My name is Legrand, and I'm joined with Jeremy. Hey, it is like the umpteenth day of E3, guys. By umpteenth, he means four? Yeah, we started like last month in E3. Well, um, press the show itself hasn't doesn't start till like tomorrow. Right? Yeah, I, I, I know. That's the thing. I can never <laughs> figure it out. It's like the show starts next year, but we've been doing press conferences for like three months. Yeah. And uh, there's Jared over there. Look at the ceiling. Jared, he's, oh. he's here. He finished hey, the stream on Mixer because Mixer's cool. Yeah, I think yeah. that's going to be our new thing. Bing and Mixer now. Uh, the official <laughs> official Microsoft products of the Game by Show podcast. Just wearing my Mixer. Xbox. Is Mixer a Microsoft product? Yeah, Mixer is. is. Yep. What? It's their new really? streaming contender. Yeah, they've got well, like zero so, latency. and. So let's talk about this real quick. So they rebranded Beam... Which they snatched which nobody up from, knows what it is. Yeah, they snatched up from some tiny company who thought they had something in the world. Um, no, Microsoft bought them and renamed it Mixer solely around a new feature that they are pushing in which you can co-stream. So two or more, I think it looked like up to four or five people can stream the same game, I guess, at the same time. I only have one question. Somehow? I don't know. That all sounds great, Jared, and I know it's fantastic, but I have one question. Is it spelled M-I-X-R? No, it's M-I-X-E-R. It's oh, that's properly. too many vowels. Too many vowels. So, so, I'm out. So I, was, what, I used to think it was cool, but no, no. No, wait. It gets better, guys. <laughs> so not only does it have this weird, like, co-streaming, but you can, like, interact with streamers. And, like, certain games, you're going to be able to interact, um, like, from the stream into the game. And all I could think about this whole time when I'm, like, reading about this, I'm like, this is... Welcome to the social V2.0. Bring the Zune back, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I clicked yeah, on download some... the app, and I don't know where to download it from. Z- oh, PC. Baby. Zune 2017 confirmed. <laughs> yeah, there's, cool. a, there's a lot of cool little features. We'll probably try it out. It sounds just like something that we might use at the Game Byte Show, just because it's a little bit offbeat. But uh... Literally because we can. <laughs> yes, exactly. Because we're bored that week. Well, you know what? I don't want to talk about Mixer. Let's talk about E3, guys. That's what we're here for. Yeah, right? yeah, that's right. That's what the people come to the Game by Show is to get our hot takes on all the news. Oh, we've got the hottest E3. takes. Hot takes. Hot takes. The hottest takes. <laughs> uh, so, Wait, did you um, say hot cakes? That sounds hot delicious. takes. <laughs> so I don't know about you guys, but just overall impressions. Um, I'm. I want you to start with your overall impressions of E3. Jeremy, go. Uh, I think I think games are pretty good. Games are all right. Games are what's in this year at E3. Uh, Games wall to wall games, Uh, video games. That was the worst. What about you, Jared? (laughs) (laughs) Jeremy, uh, your your contributions are no longer required for this show. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Uh, You can pick up your check at the door. Yeah, I get paid for it now. Awesome. Oh, sweet. I meant, I meant you can drop off your check at the door. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> um, no I, you know, honestly, I don't know. None of it really blew me away. Um, That's because the PC gaming uh, conference was lame and boring so, and dumb. So, so the few and that's thing, all you do is play the PC games. That's right. So a few of the things I was actually looking forward to um, really didn't provide any new information. Uh, I didn't get any new information on release dates. Uh, what about first. Mountain Blade? I, what about a release date? Yeah, well, that's the thing. Oh, like, please, I mean, man. it's games. Like, if there was one theme for E3 this year, games. But yeah, but not any like, specific no, information. Dude, about it the wasn't games. though because Microsoft had a new hardware thing. 
Yeah, they had a Porsche that they brought out. That's, That's a pretty right. good hardware. Yeah. It, they built yeah, it so hardware. that you can use it solely on uh, for a mixer. Car. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, I just like Mountain Blade uh, 2. I was really hoping they would come out with something more like, hey, it releases next week. Um, oh, please. Come on, man. I, no, I know. But like nothing, nothing really definitive is all. Gaming has had this great trend lately where they're like, here's a game. We're announcing it. It's out in three months. And you're like, oh, that's not very much time at all. E3 kind of seemed to step away from that a little bit. I feel like everything's out in 2018. Uh, Nintendo didn't do that. And also, there was that one company, I think it was, uh, I want to say it was Bethesda that came out and said that all of these games are coming out this year during their conference. Yeah, was that Bethesda? None of those games. Um, they were all VR games, so I'm, I'm on board. That's where you're wrong. No. Uh, they had, um, I don't know, Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein looked good. And actually, it took me like five minutes to figure out that it wasn't Fallout. <laughs> was it? Was that just me? Yeah, because it started like with like this the fifties or the sixties vibe, and the Nazi goes up to like the the soda jerk and orders a strawberry milkshake. Yeah. No, as soon as I saw the robot dog looking thing, I knew because that's uh, that's couple, from Wolfenstein. A couple years ago at QuakeCon, they had a giant like life size uh, like statue of that thing. That was probably my favorite trailer of the entire event, though, for sure. I didn't. Watch, I didn't. I'll be honest. I didn't watch the whole thing. So what, what about the, you, Legrand? Do you have like a, a theme here? Like what? What are you? What are you envisioning here about E3? What? 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 Sugar plums are dancing in your head right now about E3? Uh, more games for the Nintendo Switch. That's what's dancing in my head right now. Mario, yeah. Super Mario, and Metroid Prime Four. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I think Nintendo impressed me the most. However, I was very, very excited that Sony had a large amount of their trailer fest I don't, nobody yeah. really had like a i mean they showed trailers and that was it, like it right like most most of the studios did or most of the uh press conferences were just a bunch of trailers strung together with nobody out there really going well here we are that's because we hurt this everybody's the... feelings making fun of them last year so now it's just like yeah you're probably play right. on trailers and that's like here you go guys but um, a big portion of, of sony's a big part, portion of sony's stuff was all dedicated to vr which is um Exciting for me because I I, I like VR stuff. And so yeah. there was um, a lot of that. Plus uh, Fallout VR, Skyrim VR, and Doom VR. Like, that's all awesome, man. I, I'm excited for that stuff to come out. So really, I guess my honest overall impression of E3 is that there's a lot of stuff that looks really good. But kind of like Jared says, it's sort of out there. Like, it's there. I, I mean, I was only being a little bit facetious when I said before. It's like, there's games. Games exist. Games are a thing. Are, any of, are you going to be playing these games? When are you going to be playing these games? What... But you know what's going to be going on? I don't know. But there's games, and I'm excited. Um, I don't know. There's just sort of the general sense that there's a lot of good stuff that may eventually happen. Um, I guess is sort of my thing. Uh, there were some that were, you know some announcements that were you know current year uh, 2017, which has been a good year for video games so far, and I think there's still a lot of good stuff uh, coming up. Um, but just in general, it seemed like there was less of a sense of imminence to the proceedings. I guess is kind of how it felt to me. Um, I didn't necessarily get that, but, and maybe that is because there wasn't, I mean, usually like in the past, it's always like, oh, here's, here's EA bro talking about the next uh, Need for Speed game. And oh, by the way, we're trotting out these fellows to play Need for Speed. And, and that was like, every conference was that way. Like, okay, now here's a small teaser trailer. Oh, and by the way, these guys are playing it right now. We're going to listen to them talk about, you know, whatever. And, and that, 
that didn't happen nearly as much as it has in the past. And so maybe no. that contributed to the fact that, oh, well, these games are just trailers at this point. There's nothing yeah. real. And, and obviously, like, as, as E3 progresses, you know, people are going to be on the show floor playing, you know, the majority All of the those stuff, games that yeah. were announced, right? Yep. Uh, it's just we didn't get that vibe from home uh, through the press conference outlet. This, that's, that's the yeah. way that we that's the way that we enjoy E3 is through press conferences. We don't play the games, you know? We just... Right. Watch the trailers the and trailers. get all excited, yeah. and watch impressions and listen to people talk about it. Well, the show floor isn't even open yet, so we haven't even gotten those impressions right. yet. You know, I, I sort of agree with you on that. I, I think that this is one of those cases where people kind of complain sometimes, or tend. To, I mean, I, I never really did. I, I like when you know Sean Layden comes out, or I, I used to like uh, you know Kevin Butler, or uh, you know when Shuhei Yoshida comes on stage, or, or something like that. Like it's kind of fun to see those guys. And I know sometimes it's like, oh, dude, stop talking, show us the games. I feel like this is a situation where we kind of got what someone had asked for and it ended up being a little less hype i guess a little little less interesting maybe i I actually personally like the streamline i mean i love i like talking to video game developers like as much as anyone else does any of you guys you know i like that was my favorite part of going to e3 when i was there you know 10 years ago was meeting the developers and asking them and seeing them light up when you start asking them about their game and they say oh i worked on the animation for this and but now i'm here at e3 just demoing this game to you guys you know and and being able to talk to those guys about their craft. Uh, however, when I don't have that opportunity to actually talk to them, I actually preferred this streamlined version where I, I remember watching the Bethesda and I was like watching, I'm like, oh, like nobody's going to say anything. And then all of a sudden it was over with and the guy came out. And he's like, yeah, we told you Wolfenstein was crazy and it totally is. Like yeah. that was like <laughs> the whole the whole thing. And that was um, kind of refreshing because quite honestly, you know, that's all we really care about. We just want to see, we just want to see that. And um, but I do, and I do get what you're saying, Jeremy, of the fact that you didn't, you know, both of you guys, it's, it doesn't feel like there's nothing, doesn't feel like it's all real or it's anything's coming. Like nothing, soon. nothing really like got its hooks in me because it was all just kind of going, and I was like, oh yeah, that's nice. But I'm not sure if that's an E3 problem or a me three problem. <laughs> maybe, oh. maybe I'm just jaded. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Yeah, we're getting too old for this, man. I, I, I pretty no. much just I pretty much just wait until the games are on discount at some point, and I'll get them then. I'll be I'll be hyped for them when they're in the bargain bin. I, I really just play Rainbow Six Siege anyway, so yeah, I'm not really sure what the point is. is. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's maybe go through chronologically uh, through the uh, the press conferences because this is you know we're just basically recapping the press conferences, not necessarily all of the the little announcements, but the the spectacle that was, and kind of commentating on the things that uh, the things that we liked. So. Uh, it started out with uh, EA, which was on, what, Saturday? That was a Saturday mm-hmm. event. Uh, getting way out ahead of the usual schedule. And um, I don't know. I guess they uh, they started out with um, uh, Seed, which was, I guess they were talking about a research team to revolutionize games. I, I mean, I thought that was kind of interesting. I didn't know exactly what it meant or, or what they were going to do. But they were talking about Project Scorpio, uh, which we know now as the Xbox One X uh, is what that's called. They showed off uh, Madden and uh, some of that stuff. Um, a lot of sports stuff. A lot of sports stuff plus Need for Speed. Like. Yeah, they, they also did. Actually, they did show something that was kind of new. They showed that game A Way Out, which is a split screen only. It is you can only play it with it's someone required else. Required co op. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like yeah, a, that a like a winner. Break. Uh, it looks really interesting. I'm I'm not it sure. Looked- 
It looks interesting, but... W- but Jared has no friends to play this That's with. right. That's right. <laughs> Matchmaking. Play play with people on Mixer. I'm sure they'll play. Ew, I'd have to meet new people. Um, oh, it, yeah, it did look that. cool. I, I'm not sure exactly what the gameplay is going to be like. They talked about um, all of the things that you do. They, 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 I guess one of the creators was there, and he kind of talked about all the things you do in a way out as sort of custom to that scene. So it kind of made me feel like maybe it was going to be... You know, not mini games necessarily, but you know, uh, not not necessarily a cohesive experience. But uh, I, I mean, it looked kind of cool. There would be situations where one person would be, you know, and you play these two set characters, right? So um, they showed something where one guy was just coming into the prison and getting his hose down, and the other guy was uh, kind of watching the proceedings. Like you know, he had already been there for a while, and the stuff that he could do would maybe affect the cutscenes of the other person. Um, those kinds of things. I mean, it, it looked interesting. I appreciate the fact that it is different and it's not the same game single player, you know? I mean, if it, if it had been the same game that it is, but it was a one-player experience and not a mandatory two-player experience, I think it would be less interesting. Um, so there is that. Um, they showed uh, they showed just a teaser for the new Bioware IP, which is called Anthem. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we, actually, we saw more of that at, at uh, Xbox. Yeah, there, there wasn't much. Yeah. I think at the at the EA event they showed like um, someone getting into like a, an exosuit type thing uh, with some padding on the inside is is what I remember from that. So there wasn't too much to to speak of it. Um, they did do some sports. Um, Battlefront Two. Battle yeah. Ba- so they did about half an hour of Battlefront Two, and I was all about that. I mean, half an hour is probably a little bit excessive, but I was pretty impressed with what they showed. Um, you, you know, Battlefront the first, I think, deviated from some of the older Battlefront games in in certain ways. Um, instead of having classes, you know, well, actually, did the original Battlefront game have classes? Um, the new one is going to have classes. So they showed officer mode, how there's uh, different different classes like uh, assault guys, and the support guys are basically like uh, uniformed officers who have their certain rally abilities and things like that. So they're getting into a more class-based thing, where previously it had been all based on the, I think they were star cards, or the, the you know the cards that you'd put in your hand, and that would determine uh, your loadouts and those kinds yeah, of things. Yeah, I, I think that's the cards were just from the Battlefront sort of reboot. The original ones were much more like... Um, Battlefield, right? So you had your assault, you had yeah. a support, you had a sniper, like that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. If I, well, I'm, I'm not gonna lie, but I was, I was so like not even caring about Battlefront two, really, just because of Battlefront one just being such a turnoff for me. You yeah, know? but you they know? they are really going back and redoing some stuff. I mean, they're now doing uh, space battles. Now, well, they or... they better. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Well, exactly. it, it was while it was received fine, and I'm sure there's still people playing it just because Star Wars and because they're. 12 right, you know like right um except it's cool i mean you know there's that um they uh they showed the assault on feed uh which they're they're kind of going back to the multi-era thing which is kind of neat there's going to be also the campaign mode they didn't really show much about that it was all about the multiplayer that's cool though i, I i'm excited i would be excited to play that over more multiplayer i guess yeah um uh they i don't also- know but like i said it, what they should have done in the first place it seems like that's what they're going to do now right is Make it like Battlefield, yeah. but make it but with, with Star Wars. Wars. And that's what yeah. that's what people expected with the first one, and that's what was not delivered, and what is ultimately what turned people off from it. So uh, Maybe. I don't know. I, I mean, I thought it was all right. I, I don't know how well it performed versus any other thing that comes out and is multiplayer only, but, uh, you know, it's Well, right. it, it, uh, it didn't suck people away from Battlefield. Battlefield fans were not drawn and continue to play Battlefront. That's all I'm trying to say. Some like, of that's them what people, are people See, because that's the other thing. Like, I don't know how well Battlefield is doing, Um you know, I don't know. Uh, but the other thing about this, though, that's kind of nice is there will be no paid DLC. Everything that's coming out for it after launch will be free, which is nice. 
So that is hoorah for that trend, man. I think that's a first for EA. I think even uh, Battlefield One has DLC coming out with new maps that will kind of splinter that community. That that's something EA. That means they got to be selling. With. They got to be selling something else within the game, right, to fund that. Um, or maybe, maybe they're just going to be doing like the standard method of. You know, it's just it's get goodwill, and everyone will keep playing our game, and we'll release another one in two years, and everyone will buy that too. Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, look at something. I, I doubt that like Blizzard is hurting, not charging a lot of money for Overwatch. I mean, I guess they do. No, like, they sell loot boxes, bro. Yeah, like but, everyone's buying that stuff. I, I I wonder though. I don't know that many people are actually doing that. Oh, I I bet you they make a significant amount of money off of loot boxes. Crazy people do that. I agree, but uh, it doesn't change the fact that that's their. That's their money-making strategy. I and mean, Hearthstone is built around loot boxes. Yeah. And Heroes of the Storm is all loot boxes at this point. That's what funds the game. Yeah. Well, you know, and that's and, the thing. Like, I guess they, they talked about, uh, you know, no season pass. But I, I don't think they've ever said that they won't sell anything. I think that they have just said that the add-ons and expansions are going to be free. So. Well, that's I'm sure, awesome. I'm sure like they'll that. try to sell something. It, that bothers me less when you, like uh, <clears throat> Ubisoft did with the Rainbow Six Siege, right? All the new maps and operators come to everybody. You just... If you've bought them essentially through the season pass, you get them a little bit quicker and a little bit easier. But uh, everyone gets the gets a crack at them. Right, I, that's right. a much at least the maps approach. at the very least. Like you don't necessarily need to have all the all the heroes in absolutely Rainbow Six to be able the operators to be able to enjoy the game. The maps are what matters in that game. Yeah, like, sure. and like Jared says, don't fragment people. Like get everybody playing in the same yep. bowl, mm-hmm. but you know maybe they have different. I like that trend because I never bought any of the Battlefield season passes even though i played a ton of battlefield 3 and 4 i never bought any season pass or any dlc to speak of yeah it doesn't matter i mean the only time you could really play those expansion maps was like after the first month or so of their release and then they were deserted because not the majority of people didn't have them them. yeah it's not a good system yeah well hoorah for that man that's that's great so EA was all alone on Saturday. Uh, next day, Sunday, was uh, Xbox. They did their thing uh, early afternoon, and they started out... Actually, I think they led with, like, Forza and with that car. Uh, well, they, they, they led with Project, with Project Square, or the Xbox, Xbox One, One X. Xbox One X, right. Which, the acronym for that is Xbox. Right. They are doubling down. They are, like, quadrupling down on that branding. It's just the Xbox Squared. <laughs> yeah, Dude. X X Xbox Xbox. That's that's the dumbest name ever, by the way. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't know. Xbox One sounded fine. Xbox One X sounds like you're 14 trying to come up with a alias online, right? The yeah. only thing that would X, re- X Deathstalker would, X. The only thing that would redeem it for me is if they, for some unholy reason, keep up with. You always have an Xbox One, you always have an Xbox One S, and you always have an Xbox One X, and they're three different versions of the same console, even as they go through and iterate, but I don't think they're doing that. So it's just weird. It's just uh, dumb. Pricing, four ninety nine. Yes or no? Yeah. Yeah? No. No. Nay. No. Nope. That's, that's no way, a, man. That's a negative. Let me tell no. you how good of a computer you can build for Fortnite. No, let, let, let me tell you what's going to happen. So, uh, Wintertime's going to come around. This thing is going to roll out. It's going to be 500 bucks, and Black Friday sales are going to hit for the PS4, which will be able to have Black Friday sales because it's been out for a year, right. the PS4 Pro. That thing will drop down to 300 with bundled games. Meanwhile, Xbox One X will be at $500 with no games because it's, it's going to be bad. Yeah. For fifty dollars, despite it being fine, I mean, sure, it's a fine console. I just don't think that the, I think the price point is going to mean going to mean more than they think it is. 
Right. So, like so the, for, the average consumer doesn't care when they can go buy an Xbox One S for half the price. Like, that's who the hell is going to do that for Christmas? Well, that's, well, that's, that's what I was going to say. For, for fifty dollars more, you can go get a Switch and a PS4. <laughs> right. Or or a PS4 and a PS4 and the PSVR for the same price. Or just Basically wait. Close. The PlayStation Four Pro Four. The oh, PlayStation Pro, Pro no, X. PlayStation Four Pro Play. That's Pro what Play they call it. Station. PlayStation 4 Pro Est. Yeah. Pro Er. With the snowball ones. <laughs> snowball ones. So, uh, let's see. What what did they actually talk about at Xbox? So, Forza. Forza. Yeah. Uh, they, they did uh, a new Metro, um, which Metro Exodus is uh, looking all right. Um, okay. I, they were the ones to debut Assassin's Creed Egypt Yeah, Assassin's edition. Creed Origins with the, the Dragon Egypt. Ball Fighter Z. I'm not a Dragon Ball fan <laughs> in any regards. But this seems like a perfect fit for that franchise. Hey, what about Black Desert Online, bro? That's coming. Oh, to you know what? This actually this website actually has it typo to Black D- Desert. Uh, oh my gosh, online, can I can I play Black Desert Online? Which is finally a new <laughs> game because Black Desert Online, by the way, is available on PC. Right You're now, right. you can go play it right now. I'm, in fact, I have been playing it. Well, that's pretty cool that they're bringing it to a, an MMO to a console. And I imagine if if Microsoft continues our trend, it'll probably be cross-platform play. Yeah, it's just cool. it's just kind of a weird uh, MMO to bring over too. It has some pretty uh, wacky mechanics. Is yeah, well. uh, does anybody else? Did you guys get a good look at that Assassin's Creed? Is it is it just me or is it looking a little jank as far as the animations and stuff are going is it does it look a little I, bit basic a little uh, mass effect andromeda is that what you're trying a, to say a little bit maybe like you know it just i didn't watch it real close but i did notice it seems Th- to that's have... the new ubisoft logo you're looking at that has nothing to do with the game yeah <laughs> it 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 looks like it has um, a lot more sort of like rpg uh, character customization options which is interesting for an assassin's creed game yeah they've they've kind of said that back. they're gonna have to reinvent assassin's creed or, or kind of reinvent. i, I agree to be it's time um well furthermore there aren't a lot of tall buildings in egypt so i don't know uh right? pyramids come on yeah you've got pyramids. one tall pretty tall. <laughs> i think there were two everyone's gonna jump off of that and roll <laughs> there down. two yeah. And you're, you're, they're going to jump and try to do the leap of faith off the pyramid and just hit the yeah, side of the pyramid. Just like boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Belly flops and slides down. Uh, Legrand, you might be interested in Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. Yeah? Uh, I have it on PC and I played it yesterday. It was fantastic. Right. Uh, I don't, gonna whatever, it's coming to console. That, I mean, it, it was only inevitable that either Sony or Microsoft was going to snatch that up as an exclusive. I, and so, I honestly hope they fix the jank in that game. Speaking of like weird net code and everything, that game is... Dude, it's gotten better. When was the last time you played it? I don't own it. Well, then what the hell are you complaining about? Yeah, I complain about when I'm watching people playing it. It looks terrible. Well, maybe you should people on Mixer. Maybe you should uh, buy it and play. It's in early access, bro. I don't understand. Yeah, it's not like I, it's out. I mean, whatever. <laughs> um, let's see. see. I hope they fix. I hope they fix that early access game. Oh yeah, that's what it's in early access for, so, Jared. I don't know. So, I know that you're a PC gamer only, and you only play early access games. So you're kind of you know used to that. Um, sea of Thieves. I don't know. Honestly, I watched the trailer and it looks really cool. Um, I don't typically have a gaggle of like four people that play all the same game on all the same platform, though. This is uh, this is a hoorah pirate game, right? Is that what this is? Yeah. Yes, it's the one that uh, Rare is doing. So it's their they they finally got out of Connect since everybody's out of Connect, <laughs> and uh, uh, cool. they're, they're able to make a pirate game. And the funny thing is, I just cannot get interested in it. I don't know what it is. I think maybe I just played a whole bunch of Assassin's Creed Four. But that that Bodhi thing is not really doing it for me. 
Um, and the piratey thing is not really doing it for me. But I think I might be alone in that because there are a lot of people on social media who seem to be real excited about it. Um, yeah, it looks it looks fine. Yeah, and Ubisoft is doing their own, and we'll talk about that a little bit later. And that's another one I just I'm kind of not really interested in. It might it might just be the the pirate motif just doesn't really doesn't really get me. I guess. Uh, what about Crackdown Three, yo? Y'all, y'all into that? Uh, Terry Crews. Uh, I'm, I'm okay with Terry. How uh, are you guys on the other two Crackdown games? Jerry probably didn't play them. How about no. you, Jeremy? Uh, I played it all right, but you know what I liked better than Crackdown? I, I ended up enjoying Prototype better as just like the. Oh yeah, we've had this discussion. Never yeah, mind. Your, your opinions are invalid. Yeah, I guess they must be. Um, yeah, I, I, I never really got deeply into Crackdown. It like you know, it was a, it was all right. Sorry. Or in yeah. uh, Blind Force, getting a sequel. Yes, they had Gareth Coker, the composer, on stage doing a, a touching piano rendition, and I did not get choked up. I did not. <laughs> I did not get choked up. Uh, but Dude, yeah, that what, looks cool. What a beautiful game, that. man. Seriously. I wonder, I wonder if they're still doing that in Unity, or if that's going to be a, a new engine. It, it looked almost identical. I mean, it looked the same as far as like the art style. Why would they change it? I mean, it looks fantastic. It was no, no, gorgeous, so yeah, hopefully they don't change a single darn yep. thing. And now there's like a sad little owl baby, one of Kuro's little owl chicklets, maybe. Something like that. Well, the other game was sad. I didn't play enough of that game. Yeah, y'all should play it. Um, Um, Anthem? Can we talk about Anthem? uh, I do not care at all about this game. I I think it looks more interesting to me than any of the other Bioware games that have been out lately. Like, I never got into Mass Effect and and whatever. But this this definitely has like a Destiny slash Titanfall slash... Division, maybe, yeah, maybe something like that, or like a. Yeah, so the thing is that you get in these um, personalized mecha suits, like Iron Man armor type stuff, like an exoskeleton, and they have loadouts and different things. Like you can customize it with different kinds of weapons, which is kind of cool. So it's like Destiny, except instead of just five different kinds of guns, you can have like you know like a mortar thing on your armor or whatever, and they can fly. So it's like it looks like free range flying and underwater diving and stuff like that, and it's in this avatar james cameron's avatar style like (laughs) lush world and you know giant dinosaurs and and ape looking things that jump around and it seems very active and and uh animated um and i i can only imagine i mean they didn't really show what you do except meet up with your friends who like teleport in or like hero smash down to your crew and you know you go rowing off together but uh, i just kind of for me i'm just kind of a little disappointed that that's what bioware's doing next you know like I would have rather seen like a more traditional Bioware RPG in a new in a new world in a new something. I don't know. Yeah, just but then it kind of more... just would have been another one, right? Yeah, but I kind of just want that. Like, I kind of that's what I want from Bioware. I don't want a I don't want a co op multiplayer loot fest. I don't want that. Maybe you do Bioware. if there's like story and stuff. Because I mean that that was the thing they opened with. Like, yeah, there was story, story stuff hooks. with the division too, and there was story stuff with Destiny, right? Like. No, uh, man, I don't want that. Yeah, I mean, I I like the story in Destiny One, but uh, I, I was well, it was fine. It was just there wasn't a lot of it. Yeah, and right. it wasn't. You had I mean, to the go story. After it or the story in the universe was cool, and it could have been awesome, but the way that it was portrayed in the video game was right. Yes, you know, correct. Wasn't very good. Right. Uh, they did a whole. I think one of the things I was most impressed with at Xbox was when they did a big sizzle reel for the ID at Xbox program. Um, which I don't know. I like a good sizzle reel. Like that was some some good old Sony quality uh, sizzle reels for all the little stuff that's coming out of the ID at Xbox program. Um, and there there was just a ton. It was just like one after another after another. Um, a few. And in fact, Black Desert Online was was in that. Ooblets from um, uh, Double Fine looked cool. Um, 
uh, what was that one that everyone was all excited about the last night? I think it was the neon looking thing that mm-hmm. kind of oh, was like pretty a, good. yeah. Um, and then, and then the guy like was racist or something like that. So he had to talk about it on stage, which whatever. Um, yeah, lots of stuff. And it was just a, like a super cool, super rapid fire, like cool, thumpy music kind of thing. So that was, that was kind of a cool moment. Lots of good stuff there. Um, Life is Strange Before the Storm they showed, which, uh, is a prequel to Life is Strange. And now you play as Chloe. And Rachel, if you played that game, you'll know who those characters are. Um, Middle Earth Shadows of War kind of looked a little rough. Like, it didn't look as, like, well-developed, maybe, as as even maybe the previous game. There were a few games, and I, and I realize this is all, like, during development and stuff, but, but there were some things, and I'm like, really? Is that? Like, Assassin's Creed and this, I think, I kind of, like, gave a little bit of side-eye to, because it just didn't, didn't quite have the look. It had the frame rate, uh, but... Are they both coming out this year? I'm assuming Assassin's Creed is for sure. What about um, Shadows of Mordor, whatever I it's called? Am not yeah, I think sure. that's. I think that's um, Shadow of Mordor. 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 Um, and then and then actually they closed with Anthem. I think that was the last yeah. the last thing that they showed. So it was pretty all right, and uh, they they had a lot of good stuff. I actually was uh, fairly pleased with what Microsoft had to show. Um, you know, little little bit for for um people that. Uh, you know, maybe like the, the sports and stuff. Uh, actually, there were a couple of other things. Cuphead was still there. I am tired of seeing Cuphead at E3. Uh, yeah, like it's like I, the third I'm year. I'm all about it, it but it's been like 10 years. about that vinyl packaging, though? Oh, man, a $100, uh, $100 vinyl record set for, for Cuphead, um, and I'm broke, so I don't know. Oh, uh, you know what? There was one more thing that they just showed for just a minute, uh, a game called Ashen. Do you guys remember this? It, it was like Dark Souls, except it kind of had like a... Uh, a, a sort of a different art style to it, like a plasticine sort of. Everybody was kind of smoothed over looking, and these guys were like going into this, uh, you know, uh, Moria style, you know, dungeon type thing. And this big guy comes out, and he's gonna fight him. Do you remember that? Do you remember seeing this one? And no. He like smashes him with a big hammer. It actually looked really cool. Um, so I don't know. I guess maybe go back and, and look at that one. But it, it looked like Dark Souls, but not as. Um, Gritty. Yeah, not as gritty looking. Like, it kind of looks smoothed over. And I would be all about, like, a cutesy Dark Souls-style game that was just, like, totally happy. Um, so <laughs> this, this is a step in the right direction for me, I think. Uh, that, like that the Whimsy came Shire from, level in Diablo 3? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, so that came from Aurora 44 Games, uh, which is cool. Uh, and I think that was pretty much everything. Was... Uh, the backwards compatibility for original Xbox games. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Man. Yeah, backwards compatibility. I mean, I say this a lot. They get a lot of cheers for it, and maybe people, nobody uses it. That's the thing. Like that's what people say. <laughs> I mean, that's what Sony has said about it, and I think they take a little bit of heat for it. But I guess if it if it wins you brownie points, I guess go for it. But I have a you know I have backward compatible games that I get through the Games with Gold program, and I play them for a minute, and then I'm done with them. And I kind of feel like that's how backwards compatibility is. Like it, you know, it's kind of nice to have just to say that you've got it, but. It doesn't really practically affect most people, I think, because there's new games. And what out. what old Xbox games are people dying to play on their Xbox One? I don't know, man. Uh, Dreamfall, Hitman Two. Actually, uh, <laughs> uh, the uh, what was the the BattleTech game? Um, Mech Assault. I never actually played Mech Assault on the original. Oh, the big old controller. Yeah, I, they need to release the Duke. Re-release it. Nah, give it, give it I thought game. they were. Isn't that one of their announcements? Oh, maybe. I hope so. I need I need to have like a big... I thought that they were re-releasing it. 
for the Xbox One, like a controller that size. Uh, you know, that does sound kind of familiar, and it actually seems like people are kind of excited about it. Like, weirdly? I guess it's back in style uh, like bell-bottoms. Uh, 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 yep, original Xbox Duke controller returns for Xbox One. The Duke. Who, who, who started calling it the Duke? Somebody stand <laughs> that up. That was pretty damn good, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay with that. The Duke. The Duke. Uh, so late, later on that evening, uh, Bethesda did their thing, and they kind of mm. went a little bit of a weird route with it. So they did a, a, a um, sort of a well, fallout. First of all, it was at midnight Eastern. So it was like in the middle of the <laughs> yeah. night. Yeah, that was late. It was late. Um, but they, they went with sort of a uh, pre, like almost a Nintendo Direct style thing. Like a, it was basically pre-recorded. Uh, and they had this Bethesda land idea. But it was in on. like a theater though, right? Like it was still uh, like yeah, a, a sure gathering somebody, of people. Somebody was sitting there, I'm sure. Um, but they, um, they, they did a lot of VR stuff. So uh, Doom VR. So that'll be on the Vive and the PSVR, which is cool. I'll play that in VR. Um, which, uh, you know, again, I got to wonder about the motion sickness component to that. Especially Doom. That latest Doom is really fast-paced. I, yeah. I tried Farpoint today, by the way. And oh, did you? I got, you like I, got, I got a little sick. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they also, uh, let's see. Actually, I think some of it they showed at Sony, but I, I guess we might as well mention they're doing uh, Skyrim VR. Dude, that's going to be amazing. Yeah, which, which would be all right. Especially if it's got... Well, here's the funny thing about... Uh, Bethesda and their VR stuff. It was all like HTC Vive, right? Yeah. Um, because like Oculus, id, and all those guys still in a fight, mm-hmm. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So hopefully, it's unfortunate that maybe Oculus users won't be able to enjoy some of this content because it's probably yeah. only coming to HTC Vive and maybe not even PlayStation VR. Hopefully, it comes to PSVR, but I don't know if it hadn't have the horsepower to push Fallout 4 in VR or Doom. Yeah. But I don't know. Uh, th- that is coming out. Skyrim would probably handle that eight-year-old game or how old it is. <laughs> right. Yeah. That game that came out in like 1970. They are still milking the hell out of Skyrim, aren't they? They also that had their the uh, Switch version. Game at this point. Their yeah, Switch, Switch version, um, which, yep. by the way, I am buying because I love Skyrim. Like, I would totally play Skyrim on the Nintendo. I'm totally going to play Skyrim on the Nintendo Switch. I can't wait for it to come out. So Switch over VR, you think, just for the portability of it? No, I'll play both. I'll get both. both? Why not? <laughs> no, only uh, because I really want to... Ex- I'm, I'm hoping that the... Uh, you think the Skyrim VR will be a separate purchase or maybe like a DLC for like the original Skyrim? Like, how's it, uh, I wonder how it's going to be. I bet they're selling it separate. In fact, I bet even Doom, I don't think it's going to be like an add on. I think what it's going to be What would you pay for Doom. a VR version of an eight year old game that you've already put 150 hours into? Uh, well, it's all new to me. I haven't played Skyrim ever and I own like three different versions of it, so. <laughs> How are you even know. on this podcast? It's like sometimes, sometimes I like I, I hate Mass Effect and I hate Skyrim, and there's Skyrim underneath it. <laughs> and like they just, I've got more Skyrims than I know what to do with. But I really want to play Cuphead. I, 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 I would know. pay, I would pay forty bucks. For, yeah, forty kind of seems like it's the like. This I don't is think new, it should be more than forty. They can't do it. This, at this is new, but we want to give the goodwill, so it's forty dollars instead. I'd like to see it be forty, but if you already own it, like. Give it to me DLC style, twenty bucks. Yeah, yeah. Boom. I'm all over that. Are you gonna get the amiibo and play the Zelda version of Skyrim on the on the Switch? Dude, no. You can you can play as Link. <laughs> that was kind of, that was kind of a weird looking model. It was a weird looking Link, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's all like yeah. burly and buff. Yeah, Zelda can, with can her, the her green cost- tunic and sword just looked really weird. And, can I uh, wear the Link costume as a Khajiit? That's what I want to know. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah, totally. <laughs> 
fuck am I do that? <laughs> Sounds pretty uh, damn good. Dishonored. Actually. Did you guys now that you're saying it, Jared, I think I'm getting it, at Amiibo. It, any more Dishonored is a good thing. Um, Evil Within 2, who cares? Quake World Championship. So I'll actually be curious. I'll actually be at QuakeCon this year. Um, so I might check that out. Uh, Quake World Championship, a $1 million, I believe. Was that uh, Fatality they had on the trailer? Could you guys tell? Mm, I don't know. Remember, you remember Fatality, I'm sure, Jared. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I'm actually curious to see what they do with this at uh, QuakeCon, so I definitely want to check that out. Uh, and then uh, Wolfenstein 2. Yeah. So uh, like Yeah, that trailer was the trailer. raddest trailer of the of the whole thing. It was so fun to watch. Yeah. <laughs> it was just uh, really weird cuts, and it was really... Uh, just wacky and it started out really strong and funny i don't know it was like that scene from inglorious bastards where like you know they're like am i and then at the very end when that dude like drops that acid like i was just i was laughing my ass off dude it was so yeah like the little character uh, you didn't see that jerry you said you didn't watch the whole thing at the very end there's like a dude that takes a tab of acid and then all of a sudden he starts hallucinating and interacting with these little cartoons like a little magical cartoon like (laughs) so awesome little thing and he's like oh come on and it looks like really distinct like it really looked like an animated thing in with the those games have always gotten a lot of regard but i i I don't know that i've played one since the original i played most of the first the first remake of the old the new order i played most of that one yeah yeah Yeah, it's good um yep and then bethesda was doing a a whole thing about like oh meet all of our people but i don't care about the people sorry people um they just to wrap up i'm actually kind of curious so i've uh, reinstalled elder scrolls online but i don't have the morrowind expansion um, that just came out like last week, right? Yeah, and they already announced new DLC for it, so there you go. <laughs> what? Nice. Yeah, cool. at their thing, new DLC announced for Elder I think Scrolls I think I have that installed on the PlayStation on mm-hmm. one of the Playstations. I tried to get my kids to play it, but they couldn't get into it. Like, uh, no. We should mention that there was a little Devolver event. They, there was no announcements. Um, it was basically just like a tongue-in-cheek sort of performance art thing. It was pretty funny, though. If you didn't see it yourself, you might want to go check it out. Um, featuring a special appearance by Suda51, and it was like a very uh, a, a very self-aware video game industry uh, event. So, yeah, uh, almost was, like a spoof. Great yeah, PC exactly. gaming show, Battletech. Let's talk Battletech. That sounds like Devolver, right? Uh, yeah, it was. <laughs> Yeah, PC gaming show BattleTech. Um, so they showed some BattleTech, which I'm happy about that. So uh, this, I think, this is the first time we've seen the single player, like sort of campaign mode of BattleTech, and I guess you can sort of roam the galaxy, and you have like a spaceship, and I mean, this is all like excellent news to me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the, you know, some of the some of the best Mech Warriors were the Mercenary ones, Mech Warrior Two Mercenaries yes. and Mech Warrior Four. Where Mech Warrior would, Four Mercenaries was awesome. Yeah, where you like have to deal with the budgeting and you know all, all the spreadsheets. That sounds great. That, it was pretty cool. Sounds like the best um, part about tromping around. It's in like robots. mixing Mech Warrior with Eve Online. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, they opened with XCOM 2, the War of the Chosen. So they did a, a, a new, new expansion, expansion yeah. which they said is going to be the biggest expansion. I thought the Chosen were part of uh, Metroid Universe. The Chose, the, the uh, uh-huh. Chorizo. <laughs> chorizo. War of the Chorizo. But it costs <laughs> extra at the avocado. Yeah. Um, um, I guess it looks cool. Like, XCOM is pretty good. Uh, my favorite XCOM game we'll get to talk about at the uh, Ubisoft event. Um, but uh, they showed Ooblets again, which again was that Double Fine game. Uh, Mountain Blade 2, they showed a trailer. Uh, it feels like that should be out by now. I, I don't know when that's actually coming what, what, out. Which game? They've been working on it for eight years. 
Mountain Blade they 2. They need to get it perfect. Mountain, but, so this is this is okay, so this is my biggest frustration we were talking about earlier. There's a few games I'm really interested in. Mountain Blade 2, this was their time to show up and say, we are releasing in fall or spring or this decade, and they didn't do it. They just showed we, a bunch of people like running around chopping guys up. We see more and more mountain blade combat and uh, you know i'll be honest when you've played over like a thousand hours or something ridiculous that i've played of mountain blade mountain blade 2's <laughs> combat is all so familiar to me like, yeah, like you've just seen it before. finish the game just tell me when <laughs> just <laughs> right? tell me when uh however in it to its credit it was at least not one of the uh like mountain blade warband or like the skirmish only the stuff jared likes chivalry or War oh man chivalry i'll take some more of that no. There was a chivalry game that came out that was uh, made by the same guys, but it was um, magic, magic based. Yeah, in fact, that actually had a free weekend uh, last week. I should have tried that out a little bit. It was all right. Um, Total War, Warhammer Two. Okay, that's got to be a Jared joint, right? Warhammer, yeah. the first one came out like last year, right? That's like a fairly yeah. New so they're game. they're doing something a little bit different with the uh, Warhammer Two, and, and you know, I think it kind of caught a little bit of flack from a few people on. Um, the speed that it came out with but they always said that there's going to be three total war warhammer games so it shouldn't really be surprising um it adds in some new races and i they're trying something a little bit different um from from what i've read on sort of the campaign and how that works um to try to focus it a little more you know one of the things that you kind of run into in total war games is as you get say halfway through uh the large campaign um you've won the game and it's just a matter of sort of <laughs> clicking the button until you can conquer all the territories because you become so overwhelmingly powerful so it, i'll be curious to see if they can come up with something that they could carry forward in uh, future total war games uh they talked about destiny 2 Destiny 2 is the thing. They didn't really show anything. They just talked about how it was going to be so technically awesome on the i9 Extreme Core Intel. This this was brought to us by Intel, by the way, this, right. uh, this PC event. So, of course, there was some Intel. Well, where there's not like an actual publisher or developer funding this thing or hardware right. manufacturer, like somebody had to sponsor this thing. Right? Yeah, right. it's, right. it's well, actually good for them for doing it. So sure. it's PC Gamer, and they typically partner up with, uh, I think last year it was AMD. AMD. I guess this year yeah. it's it's Intel. But, you know, they, they talk about, a lot about uh, PC-centric stuff. Like, you're not going to get Total War news anywhere else. Um there's one later on here on this list that you wouldn't get anywhere else. Um, Guess what? You don't need a big processor anymore to play video games. You need a big graphics card. You don't really need either of them, to be honest. Yeah, I'm with that. You, you, you oh, for 4K really... gaming. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, plebs. So few people play that way. <laughs> no, this 4x3 business, right, Jer- or Jeremy? Yeah. Yeah, that, you know what? I'm happy. If I could get it three by three, I'd be okay with it. <laughs> I actually just played it. Mean, I'm going to cut off a few inches off this monitor. Player <laughs> um, Unknown Battlegrounds is getting uh, like a zombie mode, I guess. So, like, that's pretty cool. Um, stability fixes. They're getting new exciting. maps. They're getting more yeah, maps. Yeah. That game's in early access still. So, I believe they said that it was only going to be in early access for like 10 months, I believe, when they came out to early access. So,. That game's coming out this year, officially. I mean, once it's coming to Xbox. But they're new animations, new guns, new maps, and I think they were toying around the idea of a single-player mode eventually. Yeah, I, like I heard about that. Just more stuff. I mean, it's, it's an interesting game. At some point, I'll need to pick it up, I guess. Dude, you got to play it. Like, you should be playing it right now, Jared. I don't know what's wrong with you. 
Seriously. I know, I know, I know. It's like $30. You it's know, Father's Day is coming up. <laughs> Someone oh. could gift that to you. Your me. kids could get uh. it for you. Hey, guess what, dude? Uh, there's a you know the crew that you used to play Rainbow Six with. I know. I see them. We all play all the time. player unknown battlegrounds now. <sighs> all of us. And you know what? You are very welcome to join and play with all of us. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You would um, love it. I promise you. It's not like it's unlike anything else. It's amazing. Tunic. Okay. Everyone loves cute little foxes. Whatever. Moving on. Um, there are so many fox games out now or are yeah. coming out. There's a ton of them. <laughs> like fox based gaming is a thing. It's going to be a big. Big thing in 2000. Uh, let's, let's let's skip all of this um, noise down to Griftlands. Uh, coming yeah, out by Clay. Clay. Yeah, I like those guys. You know, I really liked Mark of the Ninja. I love. I, mean, Mark I of the really Ninja. liked Mark of yep. the Ninja. Um, those guys are cool. Uh, Cliff Blazinski was on there for Lawbreakers. That might be a thing. Oh yes, Wargroove. Yes. So the guys who do. Um, uh, Stardew Valley. Chucklefish. The guys who do Stardew Valley are doing an Advance Wars knockoff, basically. And it looks super cute. Like, all the little animated birds and waves and everything. And it's, it's I mean, it's literally Advance Wars. Um, but it has, like, a map editor. It's going to be coming out on PC. But I think it's also coming out on Switch. And as far as I know, it'll have all those features. So Sounds great. It kind of seems like a pretty good fit. Bring on the Switch games. Um, yeah, absolutely. And then uh, down at the bottom of the list here, Age of Empires Definitive Edition. I, I, I want to talk about this for, like, two seconds. This was the one surprise of uh, E3 for me. Um, you know, I wasn't really looking forward to any specific game uh, other than the ones that, you know, didn't release any new information. Um, and then I saw Age of Empires Definitive Edition, and I was just following on Twitter because I was, you know, actually trying to be productive and work at work and not watching a <laughs> Twitch stream. But um, I was like, oh, oh yeah, an HD remake. You know, I've played Age of Empires 2 HD or whatever. Um, it's fine. It looks okay, I guess. It basically just zooms out so that everything looks a little crisper. Um, no, this is different. They have gone through. They have done all new textures. They have done... They're apparently redoing the sound with an orchestra. Like, just scrapping it and redoing all the music with the orchestra. Um updating pathfinding they're adding multiplayer though is the whole world it's essentially a remake of of age of empires that that's pretty cool but i i have to say the way it comes across in the trailer it kind of looks like age of empires well of course <laughs> it is age of empires but it actually looks right. um if you haven't seen the trailer go check it out because they do a you know before and after sort of thing and it's pretty amazing looking um yeah i'm sure you can probably tell the differences the minute um, you click the granary and you get that cocoa puff sound you know you're in they must have like one dude locked away because they have been releasing new DLC for Age of Empires as recently as last Age, year. Like Age the original Age, Age of, of Empires, Empires 2 has been getting new at DLC, not Age of Empires. Yeah, they, they, got, of, they must have like one so guy. So Age of Empires is actually not available uh, digitally yet. Right. Yeah, so I guess it is Age of Empires 2 HD. But uh, yeah, there were some good things at the PC conference, stuff that I uh, might eventually play. Um, I am, like I said, pretty excited about uh, Wargroove, but I think I might play that on the Switch instead. Uh, yep. uh, Ubisoft is who I've got next. Is that chronologically yep. who came up next? Yeah. They were the next morning on Mario the plus Rabbids um, plus XCOM. Yeah, like... I was, yeah, I was most, this this was ridiculous. Like, nobody was interested in this. Everybody thought it was going to be lame. Uh, and it turns out, like, it's the best version of XCOM you never knew that you wanted and needed. <laughs> um, I mean, come on. Like, I think it might be one of the best things that got shown. In fact, they opened the thing. So Yves Guimont got out on stage, 
and then called out his buddy, personal best friend, Shigeru Miyamoto. Oh, yeah. And they came out for a photo op with uh, some some laser guns, which was uh, pretty sweet. Like, of all of the personalities we were talking earlier about people not going out on stage, I think Ubisoft basically basically did it. Because not only did they have Shigeru Miyamoto, but uh, later on, uh, I mean, I guess, I, you know, skipping around in, in the order here, but they actually did for the Beyond Good and Evil 2. Yeah. Uh, they actually uh, brought out... Uh, the creator, um, uh, Michelle Ansel. They they actually brought out Michelle Ansel on stage later on for Beyond Good and Evil Two, and uh, I mean that they basically had the star power out on stage, and I don't think anybody else really did. But uh, yeah, that that was sort of their. They didn't get the memo that they don't do press conferences like that anymore. No, I guess I guess not. It's no longer uh, a press conference. Did. It's a showcase. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Like, uh, but anyway, rabbits looked really cool. Like it had a like a traversal exploration mode where Mario and, and his rabbits friends, who are all dressed up like Mario people, like they which walk is the best part, of have it. adventures. Yeah, and then when you get into a battle, it's literally XCOM. Like you have a move that goes into a certain range, and then you can do an action or you Overwatch. can move further. Yeah, exactly. Like it has exactly. I mean, I think what they said was that Miyamoto had said to them, "Make a Mario game that had never been made." So they said, "Well, we'll make XCOM." Which you know what? All right, I'm on board. I'm on board with that. Uh, and that was a fun moment too, because they actually showed the the creator, and that guy was like out in the audience, like super proud, and that that was kind of fun to see him there. Um, Assassin's Creed Origins again, which like I'm sure it'll be fun, but there's just something about it that is just not quite fully baked. Um, the crew did the crew too. Uh, that was the um, the driving slash story based whatever it is. Uh, South Park. Uh, whatever. Man, yeah, I don't really get into that. Uh, Skull and Bones. So that we were talking a little bit earlier about Sea of Thieves. Um, we are watching live in front of us the iteration that they've been doing since Assassin's Creed Three on this high seas naval combat thing. So they now have Skull and Bones, which contrary to the Sea of Thieves kind of cartoony looking pirate take on things uh this is pretty much like a realer grittier it it adds like six grime filters to the camera right yeah there's a ton of grime (laughs) there's a ton of grime but the waves look good uh water grimy waves make your game based on water man the water's got yeah you you better have some good water uh but it's basically it's competitive now so multiplayer competitive um with objectives and stuff you know, to me, I think my favorite pirate game that I ever played was Sid Meier's Pirates, or like the original Pirates on the NES. I, I you know, I think that the ship combat was really cool in Assassin's Creed, and it was like something, nothing we'd ever really seen before, and it was awesome. But now I'm a little bit kind of tired well, of having to like turn my ship around and aim you my know, guns. It actually wasn't that different from um, Sea Dogs, which came out in like 1999 or 2000 or something. Uh, in that game you could you could you commanded your ship the same way by upping the sails you had wind you had to shoot to the side you could attack islands and you'd be on the island with your sword um it's a fun way to play games i do get kind of tired of it over after a while though I kind of like the action to be pulled out by like a factor of four where like I can maybe do a little bit of sailing arounding and shooting some cannons. But then I like to go to port and like sell my ill-gotten goods and, you know, search for buried treasure or whatever. I I really kind of liked the action loop in something like Pirates uh, a little bit more than, you know, than this Or Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Or Assassin's Creed Black Flag. I mean, you know, that you you have that, but still, like, I kind of like to be able to have the abstracted version of it. I don't think I need a full game of boats. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's like literally the same thing. So pirate hunters show up, which is just like they would do in Assassin's Creed, like your infamy would go up and pirate hunters would come. I mean, it's literally like a reskin of Assassin's Creed 4. But, uh, you know, I, 
it's fun, maybe, I guess. Like, I'm probably not going to play it, but okay. Uh, they did uh, Just Dance, No, um, Starlink was kind of interesting, yeah. sort of a, um, what would you call that? Like a No Man's Sky, but with Legos kind of thing. You could actually build a little um, thing on your Nintendo Switch controller. Yeah, well, it was the Toys of Life, the new whatever. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is a new Toys to Life game. Um, and actually, it looked pretty neat as far as, like, the gameplay goes. I don't know that I am interested... I don't have any room in my life or my house anymore for a lot of extra toys, but, uh, I mean, it, it at least looked cool. Um, they're doing a competitive version of Steep, an Olympic version of Steep. Steep was actually kind of cool. Um, I don't know. I, you know, I'll buy an Olympics game every 20 or 30 years, so maybe, maybe this will be the one. Um, <laughs> Far Cry 5 they showed, which uh, I have not played a lot of Far Cry games, but this is kind of cool, too. So this, uh, instead of being in a jungle or in some sub-African or African savannah or whatever uh you're now in like montana yeah dude and uh i always wanted to see montana <laughs> yeah i i kind of i kind of dig the setting though it's, um, yeah absolutely it's certainly different so we'll see what they have to to say about yeah, that. the idea of hiring on like your own dog friend to attack guys and take their guns uh that's pretty cool boomer the dog uh and then I, I, showed, I haven't uh, played a far cry game since three so or blood dragon so i think it's might be time for me to play another one yeah this this could be the one uh and then they showed beyond good and evil 2 which we mentioned a little bit earlier that was what they closed with and um that was pretty cool looking um i kind of you know i might be a little bit of a prude but it kind of had a lot of gratuitous language like i don't know what was with so, that. like everybody so was... this is what kind of got me is i've only played a little bit of beyond good and evil um and it's one that i like i felt like i missed and never picked up on it's kind of like psychonauts right um that i slightly yeah. regret but beyond good and evil had a very soft kind of cartoony almost not quite family friendly feel to it but like it wasn't gritty and like hardcore <laughs> and beyond good and evil 2 feels like that which is kind of, it kind of feels off strange yeah I, I mean honestly i don't mind like the fidelity or the fact that the world so it was almost in sort of like a i mean i guess i just mentioned the indian subcontinent or whatever but it was almost like a a, a far east uh future yeah. town and of course they have just like in beyond good and evil all of the the anthro uh, animal human characters people. pigs mm -hmm. and monkeys and and those kinds of things um and there were, there was a chase involved and and i don't even mind any of that i just i kind of felt like it wasn't that kind of game like i didn't think it was like a super like like no real, I, like I, adult I, settings. I agree i agree and i don't know maybe it'll still be cool but i was just kind of like really like i'm i'm okay with it i guess but that's kind of a weird decision um uh, and it's a prequel so it takes place before uh jade in uh, Jade and her uncle Paige in um, Beyond Good and Evil. So that'll be kind of interesting because uh, I think I think there is more about the history of that world that can be, or, or that universe, I guess, that can be explored. So it uh, looked pretty cool and uh, amazing that it's actually happening and that they've acknowledged it. And, um, you know, I guess we'll kind of have to wait a few more years for it to <laughs> Can't wait happen, for them to so. not talk about it again for like three more years. For another yep. three years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep. Uh, Sony, uh, later on that night, uh, opened with a an expansion for Horizon Zero Dawn, which I'm still super excited about to eventually play Horizon Zero yeah, Dawn. Yeah, so am I. Uh, I need to play Have that. not yet, uh, but it, it'll be cool, I'm sure, when I do. Uh, they have a snow uh, expansion, The Frozen Wilds, that's coming out, uh, which uh, I'm sure will be cool. Uh, they showed Days Gone, which is the not Last of Us 2 with all of the, uh, you know, 28 Days Later zombies that run around and... We saw this at Last E3, right? 
They, yeah, we did see it. That was the one where the guy was like in the paper mill or the, the wood yeah. sawmill, and he went up on the roof and stuff. So now they showed how you can like uh, taunt the hordes of these guys to flush out uh, bad guys out of their camp. Um, it ended with a, a great big zombie bear, which is kind of cool. Uh, I kind of dig that. I, something about it though, like they need to sell me on that game. I don't know what it is, um, but. I just I I, every time I see it, I'm like, this it looks, is not The Last of Us 2. It looks generic somehow, right? It looks somehow. different, but somehow just looks like another one of those games. So I'm just going to come out and say oh, it. Another one of those games that you never played. It just does, yeah, it's not it's not pulling me either, Jeremy. I, I get I'm it. just going right. to come out and say it. I am still done with zombies. You take yeah. that back. No, I'm done with them. <laughs> yeah, zombies are... Yeah. Okay. Uh, Monster Hunter. So the first big boy yeah. Monster Hunter game in like forever. They they actually had in Japan a PlayStation 3 version of it, but it never came west. And uh, this looks really nice. Monster Hunter World. Kudos it does look to, pretty. Uh, in, in fact, uh, our uh, Dale Count Elmdor Jones uh, had a, a hot fire tweet. Uh, congratulations to Capcom for doing an HD Monster Hunter game 12 years after the HD era started. Nice. Uh, which, no uh, um, also, yeah. Ooh, uh, the interesting thing for Monster Hunter World for me is uh, it's coming to PC. Boom. Yeah, in fact, it's coming to all platforms. So for the last little bit, it's been kind of locked up on Nintendo. Uh, 3DS has, has kind of been the thing it's been on. Uh, now coming to PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and a PC release coming later on uh, at some undisclosed date. So that's cool. Uh, a remaster or a remake of Shadow of the Colossus? I'm not sure to what extent it has actually been redone. There was some stuff that looked a lot more than just like a texture up red. It looks really good. It looks really pretty. Yeah, that game already looked really good. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, it did. I, I, like, I'm kind of, I, I don't really buy a lot of these remake, remaster things, you know, especially since I played the other one a lot, right. but this game looks so good and it is one of my, it's probably one of my favorite games that I've ever played, you know, I really yeah. like the first one a lot. I really like this game a lot in this prior incarnations i guess i could say i have to say i I, it was a little ambiguous at first whether it was going to be another game in that series or whatever i I think they should have been a little more upfront or something about saying that it was shadow because i I did feel a little bit deflated after i was like oh well i guess it's just a remaster but uh, well you know the the whatever the last one that came out by these guys um what's that game called uh the last guardian yeah took like how long to come out Oh, a million years. So you could never expect that to be happening. Like, oh. Right. Yeah, that, that's a good point. That is a good point. But, you know, if they give it to someone else, maybe. I, I don't know. Uh, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Uh, which, I don't know. There's a demo that's available now, and I've heard the demo is not an awesome demo. Uh, the models of the people kind of look a little weird. I guess it plays a little bit slower. Um, but you can you can download that now for the PlayStation 4 and try that out. Uh, Skyrim PlayStation VR. Oh, so it is coming to PlayStation some, some VR, Skyrim. Stuff. So that's cool. Uh, yes, yeah. So Skyrim will be on uh, PlayStation VR. Uh, there's what about that Final there. Fantasy VR game, the fishing game? Yeah, the the hard rock like uh, Monsters of the Deep or something yeah. like that. Is that what it was called? Final Fantasy um, 15 Monsters of the Deep VR fishing with your bros. I haven't done a lot of fishing yet in Final Fantasy 15, so I don't. Qu- I mean, I've done. I fished like one fish, and it was okay. Um, I, <laughs> I was just thinking though, it's. <laughs> It's been a while since we've had like a super bass fishing or something like that. I mean, fishing games used to be a thing and they're kind of not now. So maybe all know, the maybe little attachments you get for your Wii, the yeah, Wii exactly. remotes and all that. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Good times. Uh, there's another game that was kind of interesting called Moss for PlayStation VR, which was like this little mouse character. I mean, it was like a red wall type type thing, like a little intelligent yeah. mousey c- character, which uh, I, they didn't really explain what it was, but 
I mean, that was kind of cool. Uh, they showed uh, Dad of War again. Uh, <laughs> God of War 4. I, I'm just um, excited that PlayStation VR is getting support still. It didn't just die like a lot of people yes, assumed it would. For sure, for sure. So uh, Star Child they showed, kind of a, a side-scrolling type game. Um, an- another game called The Inpatient, which is a horror game set in kind of a, a sanitarium. That's the game but made by the people that did Heavy Rain, right? Is that this um, one? The, uh, Until Dawn, I think they, they did. Oh, okay. they did this. Um, the Heavy Rain people did Detroit, which uh, right. Okay, I knew there was another game here. that I knew those guys were coming. Yeah, or which they spent. I mean, that was a long amount of time they spent on Detroit. It was like ten minutes of of watching, I guess, robots making decisions mm-hmm. and becoming humans uh, and stuff like that. But I mean, that was cool. I'm, I'm actually pretty excited for Detroit. I um, kind of dig the the idea of being like taken away in a in a cool story mode. Um, that's that's pretty all right. Uh, they showed Destiny Two, kind of a story trailer. The Cabal attacking the Earth on the tower. Sony's getting early access for play, PlayStation Four version of that, mm-hmm. and some special features or whatever. A special strike uh, and things. Strike and yep, a PvP map will will be exclusive. Uh, and then they closed it out with Spider Man, the Insomniac version of Spider Man, which looks way cool. Um, it looks like they've been sharing some tech with the uh, Naughty Dog guys because it kind of looks like if you imagine Spider Man in the last of us engine or something like that actually you know what it kind of reminded me of and, and a lot of people were saying this was arkham the batman arkham games right that's the kind of vibe um, i got too yeah yeah so it, it just looked really good a lot of uh, a lot of kinetic mobility i mean spider-man doing a lot he almost he's a very mobile before. superhero you know that's his thing yeah right? and like there, there were a lot of different ways of taking down bad guys like he did a lot of cool little tricks and um, i wonder how much like, of that was scripted for this specific gameplay demo i wonder how much that is contextual within the game itself yeah, well, but you know, the game itself could just be like all contextual like that, and you just that would be enjoy, awesome, like smashing guys. Yeah, against. yeah, exactly. Um, uh, you know, some people were kind of noticing it was some quick time events, and I kind of wondered what would happen if you failed any of those quick time events because Spider Man has like this helicopter that he's chasing, and it's got this, uh, you know, this big uh, metal container that's kind of like crashing through things like a wrecking ball, and there were times when it was like, oh, uh, you know, he he just happens to like shoot through this debris. And, and stick on the, the side of something. But I kind of wonder, like, what if you miss that? What if you don't hit triangle quite right? Then what happens? Um, so, I, I don't know. But uh, it looked cool. They, they played it for a long time. And, uh, yeah, that looked that looked really interesting. Um, they didn't show any swinging mechanics or, like, any free-roaming stuff. It was more like a, a big giant set piece that took about 10 minutes. I think it was about 10 minutes of action. Uh, definitely looked cool, but I would also be interested in seeing if there is, is more to it. Um, Spider-Man is one of those secret, like, best-ever games on the... Um, on the old, uh, what was it, the PlayStation 2 version of that? Is that the one yeah, that everybody liked? Yeah, I think so. With the swinging mechanics? And mm-hmm. yeah, that was that was way cool. So if they could bring that back, uh, that'd, be, that'd be pretty neat. So I'm sufficiently hyped for Spider-Man. But, you know, like you said, Legrand, this was not a lot of star power, like not a lot of people talking about stuff. It was almost, I mean, Sean Layden was on stage like twice during the course of that hour. Um, and it was an hour. It wasn't like a 90-minute thing. So it kind of came across as a little bit short. It kind of came across as a little bit like we just queued this stuff up on YouTube and, and here you go. Um, but I think what they did show was, was, uh, pretty exciting and filled with lots of promise, but again, you know, when are you going to be able to play it? I mean, some of the stuff had dates, but, uh, you know, again, still just kind of seemed a little bit detached, just sufficiently cool. Um, the last one here is Nintendo, which went, yes. uh, the next day. It was only 30 minutes and, long. Yeah, and it was short, super <laughs> short. And I don't know, there were like a couple of things that were good for me in Nintendo, but, mostly like all of their anime stuff i'm kind of getting tired of anime you guys like the way everybody sounds the same and kind of talks and looks i mean even stuff that's sort of ostensibly like triple a xenoblade chronicles or fire emblem 
it's like, are these the same voice actors? They're talking again about how we can we can win if we stick together. And if anyone tells me again that we're going to stick together, I am going to... This is not going to go well. Um, so anytime Nintendo throws out to Jeremy their, is tired their, of their teamwork. RPG stuff, he's just over. Yeah, I don't. I don't believe in my heart that we can seek out the truth or whatever they say in anime. Um, <laughs> we're we're not going to do that. Um, they showed uh, Pokken Tournament or Pokken Tournaments, uh, which is just the Wii U game. Uh, Metroid Prime Four. Uh, they showed a logo. For was it. announced. Yes, <laughs> so it is a thing. Uh, we'll see it in. We'll look forward to that in 2022. Um, and it's actually not going to be, it's going to be an internal team that's working on it. So it is not retro, um, retro. In fact, even if it were retro, honestly, so many of those people are gone from that original team. I mean, they formed armature and kind of have spread out, you know, even if it were retro, we still don't actually know what retro is working on at this point or if they're working on anything. I, I don't know, but, uh, anyway, this is going to be done by an internal team. Um, I'm, I'm sort of looking for, you know, one of the things that for me, Metroid Prime, that was, it was a great game, but it was a life-changing event for me when it made it to the Wii and used the, like, pointing controls, so I'm kind of looking forward to them doing something like that on the Switch. I know that sounds stupid, but uh, that's what I want from, from Metroid does. Prime. I, I kind of just want dual analog shooter Metroid. That's what I want. Yeah. I mean, that'd be okay, too. Uh, Paper Yoshi. Uh, actually, boring. I'm not even sure what it's called. That looks super boring. Yoshi. I was sort of hoping that it would be like Paper Mario, like an RPG kind of thing, but it was uh, a Yoshi game, which is kind of, looks boring. kind of a downer. Um, they talked about expansion stuff for Breath of the Wild. Um, that's all right. Uh, Rocket League, bro. Uh, Rocket League, yeah. Although I'm not sure that I'm really going to buy Rocket League. Maybe if it's like inexpensive, like in the $15 range, maybe. Well, the original game is only 20 bucks. That's yeah, I, yeah, it'd be a pretty Plus good one. Uh, Thirty on bucks. the airplane. Yeah, just to take around. So you don't have game. you don't have network play on the airplane. Oh yeah, good point. Now throw so, it out. That's just kind of sell your switch. <laughs> <laughs> throw that in the garbage. Uh, Super Mario Odyssey. Yes, which, um, looks awesome. L- here's the thing. So for me, I'm in a weird place with Super Mario Odyssey. It looks okay. Like it looks all right. But the fact that Nintendo did such a good job with Breath of the Wild and the fact that there's so much room for weird stuff to happen in Super Mario Odyssey and all the different worlds that you go to and they showed the the hat taking over different bad guys and which um, was amazing. It it was. It was cool. And and that's kind of what I'm thinking, like in those spaces when it's like we're going to cleverly use what we've got. um, I'm not excited for it in and of itself. I'm excited for it only because... Nintendo has built up some capital with me through Breath of the Wild, and I'm excited to see how they spend it. What was the last game like this that they made? Like this? Yeah, this type of open, full 3D Mario. Uh, Well, Nintendo... Galaxy Yeah, I mean, Galaxy kind of. Even even Galaxy was... Yeah, even Galaxy, though, was kind of a a different thing from this. I mean, that's the thing Well, you're right, but it was the last time they made a Mario game full 3D like this. Like, there hasn't been one. I mean, Super Mario 3D World and 3D Land were not like this game looks. This looks like Mario 64, you know. I tend to go back to Super Mario Sunshine for that because super mario sunshine was like hub worlds and then you would have free roaming within each of the i mean that was a lot more like mario 64 but with a you know kind of an expanded palette i guess i would say um but yeah i guess i guess mario galaxy was more like standalone levels you're right it it was like experimental like we're gonna try this and now we're gonna do this and it was fun it was cool um but it's different from this and the thing is that mario galaxy almost had a little bit more of a um kind of a peak your interest kind of attraction because everything you would see would be like you know here's a planet that's made of 
you know, flowers, or here's something where the gravity is inverted, or, or whatever, and like, those are kind of cool. With this, they started you out in a, in a field full of grass, which isn't quite as interesting, and then there's a dinosaur there, and I guess that's all right. It's not until you actually see the hat doing stuff that you're like, oh, okay, well, I guess this could be interesting somehow. Um, but like I said, that it's, it's sort of reading between the lines and saying, okay, they did some really great and smart and good things with Zelda. Let's wait and see if they do some really good and great and smart things with Odyssey. But in and of itself, I, it was like, eh, okay. Like, I'd smile and nod at Super Mario Odyssey, but I, I trust that they'll do something good with it anyway. Well, so. they haven't screwed up a Mario game, really. Ever. Uh, yeah, that's that's true. Um, there have been a few things that have come out after their... Oh, no, this was still in the press conference. So, also in the press conference, they showed a new 2D Metroid game. No, that so came not out after. So, not did we get... That showed did it after. come out after? Yeah. So, um, there was Metroid Prime... Four, and then there was Metroid Samus Returns, which is going to be a remake of Metroid 2 Return of Samus. Um, and it's kind of got that 3D, that 2.5D thing going on, kind of like uh, Other M. Um, I gotta say, I kind of like the way AM2R looks better, the fan version. That was like Super Metroid. Metroid 2. Uh, no, that was a remake of Metroid 2. Yeah, but I'm saying that looked and played like Super Metroid. Oh, it lo- oh yes, yeah, it had the aesthetics of, of something more like Super Metroid. Um, this this could be cool. This could be all right. Um, I, I just have that thing again. I mean, I'm always inclined to point out like Axiom Verge was better than Super Metroid, or You're you know, wrong. people are doing things like Oceanhorn that's better than you know whatever Zelda game. I feel like there are people out there doing Nintendo stuff as well as or better than Nintendo, but Nintendo just gets the attention because it's Nintendo, and I I just don't always feel like that's right. So. I don't know. 2D Metroid is something a lot of people have wanted. There's I'm sure room for all cool. the games, Jeremy. <laughs> no, no, there's no there room. Are, Only there the one isn't like. room in my play schedule. I, th- here's, here's my rub with this. My, my rub yeah. with this is that it's coming to the 3DS and not coming to the Switch. Yeah, that's weird. That is my... I really feel like it's time for that old 3DS to die. And yes, release stuff for it, but man, Nintendo, focus on your new current portable platform. Don't focus I, on I feel like 3DS. that'll happen. I, I think that'll happen, but I bet they've got a, a couple of years of development. That needs to happen pipeline. now. Yeah. No. I, I think, they, I think they're just, it's just the logistics of the fact that they've probably been working on this for a while, and I think that's the platform that it was made for. That's um, fine, but other things... release it on the Switch as well. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, and maybe eventually they will. I mean, I think that we're going to see the benefit, I think, in the next few years of Nintendo having all of their efforts focused on a single platform instead of three or whatever. Um, and, and mobile. Oh, <laughs> I still geez. see mobile games. Not that they're making those um, mobile games anyways, right? Like, those are usually offloaded. Yeah, uh, yeah, like uh, uh, DNA and stuff like that. Uh, the only other thing that I uh, have to, to mention is uh, something that came out on the Nintendo Treehouse uh, ongoing exhibition thing a little bit later on, which was a remake of Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga, which, uh, heck yeah. Yeah, buddy. Uh, one of the best Game Boy Advance games ever, and for all time. Um, one of my all-time favorites. So that is coming to uh, Switch, I believe. And that's a complete remake, right? Or are they just kind of... Kind of uh, the same? Yeah, they're, it's not a port. Um, so, yeah, that, uh, that is that's cool. a... Uh, a big cool thing that uh, I'm excited about anyway. So, uh, and that pretty much wraps up the press conferences. So uh, there was and has been and continues to be other news out of E3 2017. As Legrand mentioned, the show the show show floor will be opening up here. Uh, I guess what? Oh no, today was the first day yeah, on the show floor. Was. So oh, was it today? Show yep. floor. 
show floor is now open and uh, we'll probably get some more impressions and announcements and other things coming out of that. Uh, but until our next show, which will be at the top of the week, this has been your Game Byte Show podcast. We sort of have uh, substituted our typical midweek show to go through all of the E3 events. We hope you've enjoyed going through it with us. If you think that there are some things that we missed or something that we weren't sufficiently hyped for or something that we were too hyped for, we'd love to let you know us. We'd love for you to let us know about it. Uh, you can reach out to us on social media uh, at Game Byte Show on Twitter. You can talk to us all collectively. You can also reach out to us individually. I am at Jeremy underscore Lamont. You can find me at Legrand. I'm at Red underscore I. And our fourth man, Dale Jones, will be out for uh, quite a while out in Japan. Uh, good luck out there, Dale. Don't uh, don't die or anything weird out there uh, in Japan. Uh, yeah, good advice in general for all of us, I think. Yeah, yeah, just everybody out there, if you're listening to this, don't die. Thank you. <laughs> we, the more you know. We only have so we only have so many listeners. Uh, please don't die. Um, <laughs> we will be back in. Uh, we also have a Twitch.tv stream. Uh, Jared, actually, in fact, let's uh, let's not uh, forget we have a mixer stream. That's right. Now. I actually don't. Jared, know. What, what's the situation? How are we going to be doing this? Okay, so we'll probably. I'm bored already. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Twitch.tv slash GameBiteShow, YouTube.com slash GameBiteShow. I don't know. What Wait, so Mixer is a competitor to Switch? I thought it was a. I, I thought it was a competitor to like OBS. This is a competitor to Twitch. No, it's a competitor to Twitch. You can find us oh, at mixer.com slash show. So there you have it. I can't wait. Oh, I'm nice. going there right now. Just like Just and subscribe. Follow us on all platforms so that no matter what. You're good. Yeah. Whatever the flavor of the week links. is for Jared, for Jared, you can watch the That's stream. Right. Yeah, follow, That's right. follow him on that. Uh, or you can go to www.gamebyteshow.com and see all of our stuff there and uh, lots of good stuff. Uh, subscribe to us, uh, click on some links, uh, do some good things, and uh, we promise you won't regret it. Uh, until the next show, folks, thank you so much for joining us. This has been your Game Byte Show, and we'll see you next time. See ya.